Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Reed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here every Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday with the quarantine content that you need. That's right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Little cup of J Train. Every day, you just sip it on up. And I say this every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you. That's how it all works. I don't got a PR team. I don't got a bus with a billboard. I got you and your big fat mouth. And you need to start telling people, your brother, your sister, your mama, your papa, anyone with ears, we'll take them. If I put up an Instagram video that relates to you and your friends, tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. That's all you're going to do. Tag a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. I'll take them all. Um, We are the day after my virtual happy hour. I just want to say everyone who came, thank you. What an amazing time. They're getting easier and easier because we know what the platform is. So they're getting better. I know how I can use it. Now I'm starting to get a little creative. We did an oh, we did a who's the worst where I ranked the characters from Meet the Parents. We did a, a rant about designer masks. We did a charcuterie chat live. I had guests. We had ama- it was just an amazing time. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who came. We will be doing more. This is something to get your friends involved with. It's something new to do. It feels like you're, you know, the feedback I get and a lot of people that I didn't think about were like, people were being like, wow, it was just nice to get ready for something. It was nice to like feel like I had somewhere to go, even though it was three feet down the couch to watch Jared uh, have his parents yell at him on the phone. That video to me, also I put that video on my Instagram, that is... My favorite video that I've ever been involved with. So if you go check it out, go check out the one with me and my parents. I'm very excited about today's guest. Um, new to the podcast, but I, this is a get. This is a serious get in this household because I'm a fan, but I am living with like a super fan of this person. Um, so for me, uh, I you know sent a DM and they got back to me and then... Um, I tell I tell Jess, my girlfriend, I go, Jess, uh, they're gonna do it, and she's like, Oh my god, and like ran away. She just ran away. She like she just disappeared. She just went went away to go call every one of her friends. I'm so excited to have this person here. Uh, you know him from the mega hilarious account, Slutty, Slutty Puffin. Thank you for coming on. Hi, uh, what's going on? Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you're here. I think you're going to be an amazing guy. I already know. I can already feel it. I could just hang out and, and also scream. I've already <laughs> telling my mamas, my papas, my brothers. I'm going to scream <laughs> from the roof. Follow, like, subscribe. Um, Love it. Also, if you're just listening to this podcast, we're wearing the exact same outfit and wearing the exact we, same headphones. So we are twins. We look like we're on the same slam poetry team. Like we're going to go, the house, the mouse was burning on fire. snaps in dramatic (laughs) (laughs) so uh slutty puffin everyone if you don't follow his account you're out of your mind you're out of your mind him and i um we have a a kinship a yelling just (laughs) abrasive kinship now now i love what you do there's some things that you do you bring out the megaphone on the street Mm -hmm. and you're you're talking shit to people and inanimate objects um, Why not? They're the best. They're the best audience. It is so <laughs> funny. I, I, how did you? So talk. About, I want to. I want uh, explain what you do with the megaphone because I. I, I don't want to get in your way. 
Okay, well, first I'll say for those people who are like, what the hell did he say is this person's name? It's slutty like you imagine, and then puffin like the bird. Like. So how did you get the slutty puffin? How did that start? Well, I looked at all the um, the popular meme pages or, you know, sort of meme pages. They have, like, a swear word and then something else. So, okay. like, all the famous ones. So I'm like, what's not really taken? So I'm like, slutty, ugh, no one really so, goes near so, that. So to back it up, did you yeah. get in – so was this a calculated, like, you're like, I want, I see these meme pages. I'm a funny guy. I have a lot to put out there. Is it, was this more no. calculated than? It was like, there's a lot of reposters who makes the like original memes. So I was like trying to find these people who made original memes. And then I was like, oh, there's like a smaller subset. Here they are. Maybe I can yeah. do that and feed some of the bigger accounts. So I threw out like a list of 10, five names. And I said to my friends, like, which of these do you like? And sure. like, three of them said they like this stupid ass name. I'm like, this name is the worst name on here. Like, what the fuck is this? So I don't know, if, like whatever. So I just like selected it and made it. And, and then now- I let it sit there for six months. Like I didn't go on it or anything. Really? And you yeah. didn't like, and what made you get into this? What was the thing? I was just like, well, I saw the reposters. I liked memes. And then I was bored in Mexico for like a week. Like my flight got to like canceled or something. So I had to stay an extra week. And I was sitting in my hotel. And I'm like, all right, let me make some of these memes. Just like started like kind of do screwing th- around. Do you think it helps to be slutty puffin and not like a person? Like, like, I, a per- like I, 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 cause I have this yeah. thought in my mind where I'm like, <laughs> Like I could understand like someone someone commented and people think that I don't see any comment. I see every comment. Yeah, and he's he's scrolling through every night tearing up every in bed. Tearing up. And Jess is like, "Can we go to bed and stop yeah. reading your comments?" No, she exactly. told me. That is closer to the reality than I want to admit. But <laughs> I I there was one the other day where there was a guy was like, "Hey, did you see this yet?" And then someone responded, "I hate this guy now." And I was like, you hate me. Like, you know, like, and I'm wondering, I'm sure people say like, oh, you you don't, you don't get all positive. Just like the internet is a wasteland of, of negativity. But do you find that like being slutty puffin, like it lets you go into this like alter ego or is it like, well, probably you can tell from like my stories, like that's me. Like, I feel like you and I are similar. Like we're always like this, whether we're like filming ourselves or not, like you're going to scream at the TV. You just happen to do it on Instagram. So like, absolutely, absolutely. If you don't really have that, then like you can kind of tell. So one, no, but it does help from, it helps and hurts. Like it's kind of a brand, like it feels more like a brand. Sure. So like it has a different vibe, um, but it's also like kind of puts you in a box. Like people think it's like porn or something. <laughs> so sure, like, sure, I have sure, that sure. issue too, but yeah, I think it does help that like I have a very small personal page that's just like my friends still, you know, of from course. High school and college. So like it helps a little bit there because I don't get mixed up in it. Like I feel like I can walk away from it a little easier. But but now it's very much me. I mean, I have every puffin related article of clothing you could ever. I'm imagine. sure. <laughs> so well, that's so that's so funny that you picked it from a list and you're like now like you are attached to the animal, the puffin, forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I do like I'm like, how do I make this better? So I reached out to like bird societies. I'm trying to go volunteer. I'm trying to go to Iceland with the Iceland Tourism Board and go like, I love this. I love this. Oh, I'm like, let me get a, you know, conservation angle. This is this is so interesting to me because I love that this is a this is a thought out business. Like you talk. Sometimes you talk to these like like people who are online or doing, you know, uh, meme accounts or anything in general. And they want to make it sound like it's like. Oh, I just press send on the tweet and just voila. Like a lot of yeah. these influencers, like if you look at like some of the most annoying influencers, they're like, oh, I, I guess like there's there's a food account and I don't want to talk shit on her, but her name annoys me. Her. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're well, allowed to swear on this. 
Well, it's called like reluctant entertainer. And it's like nothing, nothing about this is reluctant. You, this curated <laughs> entertainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if, and like you know and I know no one asked us to do these things. No, no. one was like, the world needs your funnies. No. No. People were like, it, put the mic down. Yeah, stop. shut the fuck shut up. up. Please stop. <laughs> well, I get that. The, but yeah, one- I, I think it, it's a balance. Like I, I mm. think of things in anything, and especially entertainment, it is actually 70% like free-flowing, like all your ideas and your content series and this podcast stuff, it just kind of should come. It should be something organic and natural. Sure. But it's work. Like everything's work. So I, yeah. I think like 25% or 30% of the time, be strategic, like pick the right thing, pick the right partners, do the right content series. But 70% of the time, have fun and relax. But people who say it's not that 30% work, like really strategy, they, they're lying. I, I love that so much. I couldn't have said it better myself. I completely, 100% agree with you. You did talk about how the, the account is you. The one thing, my girlfriend, her favorite thing in the world is the Disney, the Disney World. Can you explain that so that I can direct the people listening here to go watch it now? Yeah, so if you go to Slutty Puffin, I put a lot of stories. I like became more known for my stories, kind of like you, and, and you've kind of put them sure. into more formalized content. But if you just scroll over, you'll see something called Band Disney. So my family still thinks we're like 12. So I've gone to Disney World like six times. Like okay. everyone else got like... Are you from a big family, small family? I'm like a mid-sized family, but my mom's Irish Catholic. She's one of 11. So, okay. that, so really big families for my grandparents, but I'm like one of like four. So okay. we go to Disney, but my parents are like crazy. Like we're flying you like first class. I'm like, it's like a two hour flight to Florida. And like, I don't want to <laughs> fly first class. And it's 10 in the morning. And like, what am I gonna do? And they're like, you better be drunk when you get there. The drinks are included. I'm like, oh, so your parents are like partiers. My partiers. stepmom and my dad are yeah. partiers. So they're like, we want you. Like, if you're not like visibly tipsy, we're like, we're pissed. We paid for this flight. Okay, so, I love, I love yeah. that. Okay. So we get there and it's like we're in a condo. We're going to Disney. Things are okay, but you go to Epcot, you drink around the world. But like, my and family takes I, it to the next level. So hold on, for the people that don't know, drink around the world at Epcot is a thing. Yeah, it is not easy i have tried to do it even it, what you're about to say is actually insane because i, I think did there's it 13 countries i think there's 13 thir- or 14 and you have to get the drink at each of the countries and it's mm-hmm. not these are like carnival sized drinks and a lot of them like if you and, and at first and i don't know about you but what i i saw i was like oh i want the big Whatever the Asia one is, I want the big, you know, like you. Oh, yeah, and, and you so want the souvenir sugar. cup. You want yeah. the souvenir cup and the friggin' pinwheels on the side. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, and I want to be a funny idiot, so I'm like, give me the one from India that's yeah. huge and comes in an elephant. Like I, like that's the one. I want to be drinking from the elephant's ass. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then people, and then like families are like shielding their children's eyes because they're Absolutely. trying to just show them like. This is what Paris could look like. And I'm throwing up champagne on the side of the road, literally like taking my clothes off. Like, yeah. I'm a puffing bitch. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Like, my child's life is ruined. Like, no. the, child, the child will never want to go to pr- Paris, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're done learning about puffins. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> well, what's crazy is in uh, Norway, they have like a Norway exhibit and there are puffin sculptures there. So I start freaking out. I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm like praising the puffin statue. Like, yeah. I- 9 a.m. It was a hot, crazy mess. But the whole day can be summed up that, like, this I've never said on an actual podcast because I feel like it's kind of, like, controversial. But my stepmom gets us a breakfast reservation. That's the only way you can enter the park early. We walk through the threshold an hour before Epcot opens. She calls them, cancels the reservation, 
We have oh an hour God. to explore the park alone. There are people oh, stuff. That, well, that's inside info. This is it's great. It's inside info. Yeah. And so it's like a VIP experience. So they might, sometimes they charge you like, oh, if you had a reservation for six, they'll charge you like 10 bucks a head for holding. Sure. But she'll, you know, if you say, oh, we had a problem with whatever, the car or whatever, they just said, oh, don't worry about it. But we're already in the park trolling. I'm getting content everywhere. I'm freaking out. I'm like, yeah. Now into Puffins. Then you can get first in line for any ride you want. Oh, when my God. First in line, you become family of the day. It's an official thing. But they just let your family on. You're the first to ride it. They give you pins. They take a picture. They celebrate you. Oh, so now you're. So now it's we're now you're drinking. VIP. Your it's family of the day. Yeah. yeah, I get it. You so guys, we're on, like we're high. Love on it. Life, love it. And we run to get breakfast right after that. It's nine a.m. We're ripping open those single serving wine cups. Yeah, chugging those. We're like, keep this going. Just drank around the world. Drank like everywhere. Paris, we stopped for like, or yeah, France, we stopped for like three, four drinks. We kind of got stuck there. We went around and then it wasn't anything. It was just crescendoing and two things happened. My baby nephew was with Baymax, like the big circular, whatever, like stupid. It looks like a big, I don't know. It's some stupid character and like okay. smacked it in the face and like pretty much broke it while we were there. I mean, he wasn't drunk clearly because he's two. But sure. so that was like something. So I think they have security cameras everywhere that are watching people. So they're, yeah. like, oh, they're kind of messy and high risk. So they watch. Well, us. it's like a being in a casino. They're like, yeah. watch out flag them now we're following you yeah. yeah and i'm screaming like no regard for anything i'm like climbing trees i'm going crazy and then we we're like at the tail end and there's like a photo spot in epcot with the epcot ball in the background and i parked there and i'm like if you want to get a picture you got to pay me to get it like i was being so <laughs> crazy <laughs> now you've, you've taken you're the mob boss of the epcot photo that everyone and, wants to get yeah and then they're like let's go and like they they get us out. So then the whole rest of the trip and all the, all the rest of my stories are like Disney following up kind of like being like, Hey, like we don't think it's best to like, we'll refund you for your past for the rest of us. Then universal being like, we love you slutty puffin, like come to us on us, like for free and sending us no to universal way. studios. And then us like doing that. And then Disney being like, Oh no, you can come back. And like, it was this whole back and forth and just like then going to Disney property for dinner and being like, like having the security guy like chase me. He wasn't really, but like he was next to me. I'm like, stop talking sure. me. So it just made it this whole thing. And well, yeah, it's, it's, crazy. it's so funny that like you get kicked out, then you make it into like, the, now it's the world is content. So mm. you're like, and now it is funny because Disney doesn't want to, you have such an audience that Disney's like, wait a minute. We want people to come to Epcot to drink. We want yeah. people, we, we want that like clientele that's and to like be young and fun. Yeah. 20s to 30s like yeah. they're you know out and it's like you know and now you become a pawn you're getting all this stuff because you're being courted <laughs> and then universal's like oh we're movies we're fun we're young come to harry yeah. potter world so then i got to go i've already been several times but i got to go back and then like everybody was so nice to me that they we got to ride this haggard ride that like had a four-hour <laughs> line they're like oh just cut the, i'm like it was gr best day ever. I was like uh, casting spells and yeah, it was I great. love it. Everyone it go follow Slutty Puffin. Go watch that story. It's the Disney story. And it hold and on. There'll be more. We're going. We're going back. So we're planning. You're going on it. back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I love this. I, I my family, I have a, a phrase for this. It sounds yeah. like your family is pro professional drinkers. Oh yeah. The, Yours these too. are you have a big oh, family. Yeah. I have well, no, I have a smaller family, but my dad has a lot of siblings, and I had thing, always yeah. hung out with like my 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 grandmother a lot. She was the type where she would bring nips or mm -hmm. the airplane bottles of vodka wherever she went, and yeah. it was like the idea. Like I hear what you're saying, like the idea of a good or a bad pour of a drink was like a conversation 
yeah. at every meal? Like, did they oh, they have a good pour there? Like, you would know restaurants based on how they pour oh, a drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was always a conversation with the wine. It'd be like, oh, like, I'm never eating here again. Not based off food, based off how much they filled the damn wine glass. Exactly. Like, Mom, chill. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to ask you one more thing. We're going to get yeah. to the emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here was Slutty Puffin. Go follow right now if you don't already. I can't believe you're out of your mind if you don't. At Slutty Puffin. I, your relationship with Kim Kardashian. I ha- I think it's so interesting because I have to break your breaking news. This is what I'm giving you Disney tips. I'm I want you Kim K-T. I want all the tea. So I I I I know that you were blocked by her. Yeah. Have you ever had communicate? But she was a fan of yours. I don't know. I think that just like you said in the beginning that you're like, oh, people don't think I read the comments. Like the same with like people at even at millions of 20, 30, 50 million, like they read everything and they see. Yeah. So like what I became known for was being like one of the fastest. I don't really do it anymore in quarantine. I'm just doing quarantine content, but I yeah. would track every celebrity and I would try and meme it in under 10 minutes because like other people would meme it two days later. I'm like, no, this is like, if Ch- Kylie's posting it, she's spraying herself with some stupid thing. You got to so, meme that immediately. So, so they were the on people, Instagram. For, so for the people at home, um, you're setting up your your push notification, I would assume. A lot of for, them, yeah. So for the celebrities, you would set up that a celebrity mm-hmm. posts, you would get it, a notification on your phone, you'd see it, and you'd be like, okay, what's the joke here? Yeah, and then I would and get And you do it right away. And I would get so many people who send me like, oh, your meme beat me. So they open Instagram, and it's my meme, and then right under it's Kylie's post or Kendall's post or, you know, not Hilar- just, so. Like, that kind of continuity, people are like, oh, my God, posted six minutes ago. Adele posted this six minutes ago, and I would have already memed it, you know. I Well, that, that's, a, that's a very um, – so you're, like, already doing – you're ahead of anyone that would make that joke, first of all. And you then use the picture, yeah. And then use the picture. So then, of, of course, you would show up right after them, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so you would do that to Kim all the time. So I would do that. Yeah, I mean, she's actually, it's weird. With her, it's harder. I've definitely done Kylie more. Um, yeah. And Kim is very, a bit more elusive. She's like pulled back and she, you know, maybe because she's a mother now, but she's just done like less. But then once in a while, she posts some ridiculous picture that I'm like, perfect. So mm. I think it's because of the speed. That's the only reason she would see me because it's like she clicks post and then she's still scrolling three minutes later and it says, this weird guys tagged you and Slutty Puffin's a very distinct and name. Distinct name. Also, people are tagging her because you mm-hmm. know you get sent stuff. I get sent stuff all the time. Yeah. So like there she's probably being like, who is this guy? Yeah. Like she it, it is interesting to think that like it's so quick that her brain, like I once read, like her brain can't even process. She hasn't even thought of what is funny about what she just did. Like, yeah. we've all looked back at her own pictures and been like, look what I wore. That was so stupid. But, like, you're almost ahead thought, of her. Yeah, people literally thought I was getting the pictures before. Like, that I had. Oh, like, a, like was, you were Fashion Nova. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. <laughs> people thought I was like, oh, like, Kim's assistant, like, must, like, kick him the picture, like, a couple hours before. I'm like. What the hell? I don't know anyone. I can't claw what? my way near that tower <laughs> well, if I wanted to. Well, even though, but it is an interesting, that's like kind of how like uh, conspiracy theories start mm-hmm. is like, it does make some sense from your perspective. It's like, I don't fucking work with Kim Kardashian, but from the outside, I could understand where someone's like, well, it only makes her profile get bigger if yeah. she's in on the joke. So she knows she's joking about, she owns both sides. Exactly. Yeah. She dresses like, 
I probably shouldn't say this. She dresses in a particular <laughs> dress in the Met Gala, looking yeah. like a cockroach, and I make the joke. And like, yeah, she's got to kind of be in on it to like know that that's a ridiculous bodysuit. And but you know, so I yeah. totally agree. And also, these people are dressing to meme, especially the people like Lizzo with the yeah. tiny purse and stuff like that. Like, they know that this is it. If you go to the Met Gala and you're not memed, you weren't you weren't best dressed. You, you weren't dressed. You, you, no you one cares. No one cares. You can't. It's just like a tweet. You can't have. There's no such thing as a meh tweet. It has to be yeah. I love or I hate. You dress poorly if you weren't memed because you weren't good enough. You didn't do <laughs> weird enough, cool enough. Like it's all about the memes. Like that's why I I look it up. I'm always on like Ellis, Vogue, like best memes. I'm like. Apple Magazine is posting fucking memes from the Met yeah, Gala. Like, what the hell? It's, <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Well, I, I, so when did you realize that she had blocked you? So I posted her like three weeks ago, and I was like trying to tag her, and only her like Kimoji, her Kim game, her Kim. I was like, what is sure. going on with this crap? Like, I'm like, something's wrong with my phone. So I just post it because I don't really care to tag her or not tag her, but you know, you like to. And then I did it again last week, and I'm like wait, hold up a damn minute. And I put it up yeah. and it was like a good, I don't even remember what the meme was now, but it was like a good normal meme or what the hell was it? It was just something like, I can't even remember, but she, I couldn't find her. I couldn't tag her, couldn't do anything. I was like, oh, she blocked me. Oh, it was her in the ocean. It said, I lost my diamond ear in the ocean. And I said like, I lost my mind in quarantine. And then Kim, there are people that are dying. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah, shut yeah. up and just stay <laughs> home, whatever. And I'm like, I'm posting something nice about her or whatever. And so sure. she blocked me. And um, and then I heard from like a, uni uh, um, a sort of secret source in L who is one of my friends from L.A. who's like, like, whatever. He heard from someone's assistant that she's just like going through a really rough time. So like that her and her team are blocking out a lot of blocking Any a lot, negativity and a lot of, yeah. or that might for you're not being negative, her. but like for her. Yeah. 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 I. I it's so, so in, I kind of like selfishly I do like that way, the way that Instagram blocks versus Twitter like I block people I have the quickest block finger in the game I, yeah. I am if you're even medium gone so yeah. like I I you should. Um, I'm not I'm well not, I, I don't like that because I don't really I've only blocked like probably 10 people I'm probably gonna get people sliding in my DMs from this being like block me uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever but like <laughs> The thing is, yeah, I don't, but I, I'm, like, very lucky. But, yeah, I know a lot of people have to. Well, to me, I'm always, like, I'm throwing a party here. I'm not here to get, like, my intent is never to make anyone upset or mad. I'm not here to get anybody. So if you came here negatively, I'm like, all right, get out of my party. Yeah. But yeah. I do like that Instagram, it's kind of a surprise when they get blocked because I've had met people message me, hey, my friend just realized they can't watch your Bachelor stories. I'm like, good. Fuck you. Like, I'm not like, and, but then Twitter, I kind of don't like that Twitter will be like, you are blocked. It kind of shows how emotional I am. Like, yeah. I like that Instagram that doesn't let me look like emotional wreck. Or have you heard of obviously like the, the soft block, which is like you block someone and then you unblock them and now they're unfollowed from you? So, like, Ooh, I didn't if, even see that. Yeah. So, if your coworker follows you and you're like, and you accidentally click like yes, and you're like, oh, I don't want them to, you can block them, then unblock them, and now they won't be following you. I know someone who you really wants that information. Yeah. I, I like that's, that's, you've given away a lot on this that's, show already. I'm so, telling you, Disney secrets. <laughs> Kim yeah. Kardashian's going through a hard time and she yep. takes my page, apparently. <laughs> so, and um, you could soft block your cra crappy coworkers who try and follow you weirdly. I love it. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Let me say that again. Best 
Fiends. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time, and we all got a lot of time on our hands, if you want to play a game that engages your brain and takes place in a beautiful fantasy world, your answer is Best Fiends. I love this game. I downloaded it because they sponsored the podcast, and then all of a sudden, three days later, I got a huge bushy beard, and all my hair's down to my my uh, my shoulders, and I've been playing it ever since. I, I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm not. I, I play it all day long. I can lose hours playing this game. It makes my brain feel good to find the patterns and keep leveling up. Best Fiends is a puzzle game that anyone can play, but it's made for adults. It's bright, colorful, has cute characters. It's got a whole world. You can spend as much time or as little time as you'd like in the game. That's why I love it. Because you can pick it up in the afternoon or a quick hit in the middle of the day just to reset your mind. That's, that's what I do. I get done reading an email. I get done going through some organizational stuff. I'm like, okay, let me put my brain on the shelf while I play a little Best Fiends. It's a nice little reset, and you should all go download it. It's uh, It makes your brain feel good. You collect tons of cute little characters that you use to beat the bad guys on each level. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must Play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Go, go, go. Download this game. I love it. Here with Slutty Puffin at Slutty Puffin. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I J have my Train Puck. Professional notebook. You are more prepared than anyone has ever been to be on this show, <laughs> and we dressed alike because we knew we we got in touch just like you get in touch with Kim K. Exactly, and, and then you're gonna block me right after this air. Right at soft block. So yeah. please read. Why did he unfollow me? I think you're the perfect guest for this email. Jared, hope you're doing well. Big fan of your show. Can't wait to join the next Beach by Happy Hour. Thank you for all the hard work and being a voice of reason. I sent a quick hit question asking how I should break up with a guy I've been dating for three months. You told me to do, uh, told me it didn't matter how it happened. I just needed to do it. So with breakups, I think, I think the respectful thing is to break up with someone as soon as you know you want to break up. Uh, how you do it, to me isn't like as important. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Breaking up, I think direct, clean, like meaning like, no, like, so I wanted to talk, like just get just, to the point over the phone in this world, we live in phone, FaceTime, obviously in person is better, but just like clean in person, like on a walk. I'm, o- and be like, I'm, o- I'm okay with a text just or, because I'm like, just get it done. But I agree with you. Like if you can call, call, but like text I, if it's under like that three months, you know, if you're, you're just casually dating and you want to part ways. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you told me it didn't matter how it happened. I just needed to do it. Well, good news. I did it. I tried to call him and do it over the phone, but he kept dodging my calls. So I resorted to a text. He told me he also wanted to break up and was glad I understood. This seemed like we, uh, we left off amicably, except he unfollowed and unfriended me from every social media platform right after. I know I shouldn't be so concerned since this is over, but I'm confused why he did that. I've attached the text so you can see where it left off, but any insights would be appreciated. Thanks. So I'm going to read the text that was sent. She tried calling the guy. This is the, and then he didn't answer, so she texts. And then he writes, so this is the text between them. Yeah. He writes... Hey, how about tomorrow? I'm in the middle of a FaceTime. 
She writes, it's okay. What I was going to say can be said with a text. I've been feeling like you've been distant lately. I know I've brought, brought up the lack of communication before, but I don't think anything has changed since. It's honestly been great getting to know you, but I think it's best if we move on and pursue different options. I wanted to do this over the phone because you deserve that, but I don't see a point in dragging this out. He writes, yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to call, honestly. I'm just not good at this kind of stuff. I'm glad that you understand. So that was the end of their interaction. Then he unfollows, unfriends, unfollows on social media. What do you think, Slutty Puffin? Well, one, I like the whole text conversation is very nice, except yes. options is such a funny word. Like, it's not like the grocery store, so that's a little weird. <laughs> but, but like, I don't know. So this is actually like, in my mind, like very clear. There, there's a couple of things, but the first that come to mind, one, people are not social media savvy. So like yeah. we live in this world and if this woman it clearly like listens to this podcast and it's a woman, right? This woman listens yeah. to this podcast. She's clearly like cool, savvy, whatever. They don't know about muting. Like they don't yeah. know about the sort of soft block that I told you. They don't know about sure. all of this stuff that a lot of people either know it. And this yeah. guy's probably like, I don't know. I don't want to see your dumbass bikini on a roof. Like he doesn't yeah. want to see it. So he doesn't know any better and he doesn't know it. Well, what does that mean? And why wouldn't he just mute me? I just had this happen yesterday literally two days ago or yesterday where I kind of ended, we amicably ish ended something. And then I checked him yeah. and he unfollowed me and it actually really kind of hurt me too. I was like, why did he do that? I've had him muted for two months. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the yeah, same well, thing, but I'm social media savvy and I know but, how to do it. He probably didn't know how to do that. Well, here's the other thing. This is something you just said is very important. It's okay that she felt hurt yeah. by the unfollow. You felt hurt. I would feel on her, feel hurt. We're all human and we're all 10% away from each other. So I hope she takes some sort of uh, solace in knowing that you felt the same way as her. And I wish I was joking. Literally yesterday, I had to call my friend and said, hey, he unfollowed me. I thought like this would still be open. I thought maybe we could be friends when quarantine's over. I thought all these things. And I feel a little unresolved about it. But I think it's just because some people on social media savvy, they're hurt and they don't want to see you. Well, that, you know? but that's but that's more the point is that this how you relate to his unfollow is your personal thing and it's her personal thing. How he relates to you or how they relate to your 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 breakup is their personal thing. Yeah. If his best medicine for moving on was to unfollow yeah. you then you should wish them luck. Maybe they'll come back and you know even when they come back people are like, "Oh, look at their following again. I guess they want to hook up." Yeah. You know, it, it is interesting that she wouldn't – She it, that that he's just – he's unfollowing because he's like, yeah. I don't want to see her. I don't want to be tempted. The, all of this social media stuff is a temptation yeah. to message. Camps. He literally either doesn't know and doesn't care and just was like, eh, I don't really want another – I whatever. Or he, it hurt him. So it's one of two camps. And I think we can't sit here and be like, oh, what is intention? He either literally doesn't care, doesn't know how to mute you, and was like, I don't know. If, if I don't talk to someone, I don't want to see them. Like, and yes. he doesn't think about it again. Or he really cares and is like, oh, I don't want to be tempted. I don't want to see her. Oh, what if she's with another guy? What if she gets a boyfriend in two months? Mm-hmm. That's the other camp. But and, we never and know. the Venn diagram of both of those, the one where it crosses the middle, is that it's his personal problems. It has nothing to do with her. Yeah. It, it is what she creates a reaction, but she could be anyone that ended a thing with him. Yeah. He just wants to get away from the negative parts of his brain that you could create. Let people get over. I, I think like I understand we want to like control every asset, but like at, like every point of this whole thing. But it's like no, they're trying to get better, just like you. Yeah, and Jay a lot of tra- people are like, "This is my Instagram." 
these are my friends or my girlfriend only. And that's the, the world they curate versus like me, I have acquaintances, media people, whatever. So whatever world this woman creates on Instagram, that's her world. His world's probably just his best friends or his girlfriend, his high school friends. You're not in that world anymore. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with slutty puffin at slutty puffin go 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 right now the friend in the picture is more my type slash foot Jared huge fan of the pod slash you up but I actually became a fan of you Jared when I saw you do stand up at Gotham Comedy Club last year and listen to all of your podcasts after your show awesome that is such a compliment thank you Name so much drop. I love it there there we go dropping everything Okay, so during this quarantine, I've spent a lot of time swiping on the apps, and I've noticed something that bothers me. If I swipe too quick on a guy that has a pic of him and a friend as the first picture, I sometimes get disappointed that the profile isn't of the friend, but of the other person. Like you say, everyone is someone's foot. So this is something that I say all the time, is that everyone's got a ver- – you know, there are guys on porn sites masturbating to feet. So right. whatever you are, you're someone's foot. Yeah. You're, you're someone's kink. You're some, someone's really into you. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, um, I, I, so to, like you say, everyone is someone's foot. And of course, one guy may be more attractive to me who isn't as attractive to someone else. I automatically change my profile pick to a solo shot, making my friends pick second or third after this kept happening. Is this a normal phenomenon? I really think guys and girls should probably not put a duo pick as their first pick because I feel sort of guilty not answering someone or realizing three messages in that I'm matched with the other guy. Uh, also, do you think it's weird to ask if the other person in the profile is single? It seems rude to do that, but they figured, but Hey, figured I would ask your opinion. Keep up the great work. Slutty Puffin. What do you think of this email? Do you have any thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts. I, the I first think it's a two great questions email. are literally like I could have written them. Like it sounds okay. like I sent these questions in because this is what I'm dealing with. So it's love crazy. It, love it. Um, honestly, it's hard to answer this question or even ask it without coming across in a bit of a vain way, right? Because it's of all course. appearance. So, but va- but vanity is a part of the yeah. the 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 the, the, the circle world. graph. Yeah. You know, the, whatever it is, I understand. So so without so that caveat. But the the point is that this has happened to me, and I have tracked yeah. this. Like methodically and mathematically track this and it is 90% usually the person you're not interested in, in my case. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 90%. I'm, it's shocking and I think sure. that the person, and this is again like hot take, but I think that the person thinks that like look at this vibe and these people and like this will pull yeah. me up when it really does the opposite that like it is causing more unfalls so, or un, unmatches. Yeah. I agree with you because I do a lot of, so I do these things called the, the dating app makeovers. We do them at live shows. I did it last night at the happy hour and I notice it with female profiles. So like, cause now I get sent male and female ones. So I have a little bit of a taste mm-hmm. female profiles, male profiles seem to be, this seems to be more of a problem for women than it does men. I think female profile, like uh, what I've noticed is a lot of women make profiles for women and men make profiles for men. Like the male profiles all look like they're rushing a fraternity. It's yeah. like them with the the fish and the muscle, and and, and it's like, it's always them alone. And some stupid hat in one of them, and, and like yeah. I'm hilarious and doing yeah. butt chugs and all that shit. The female <laughs> ones, the female ones are always. This is my my gal pals, and this is brunch, and this is us, and it's like. So for a lot, this sunglasses on, sunglasses, sunglasses on. You're absolutely like right. Crazy and it's and, because when women swipe, and this this woman is a little different. Usually, mm-hmm. women swipe for a vibe. They're like, okay, 
I want to know that there's a full life here. Professional, so she's, well-rounded, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. On the couch, out at night, all that stuff. So men, it's interesting that she's writing in with like kind of a male problem usually. There's a lot. The male issue is always like, oh, my God, I'm more attracted to the friend. And then everyone's like, the guy's a piece of shit. He's a vain asshole. And it's like, well, you know, this can happen to anybody. I, I do agree. So when I give dating app makeovers, the first picture, it's got to be you alone. It's got to be you alone. And, and, and Flattering male or with female. A, with a spice of personality. Not too personality, like yep, you in the I wig, agree. butt chugging, whatever. <laughs> you pretty with a smirk or a smile with a little personality, whether you're out of boating or something, not a fucking fish pick. Delete your fish pics right now. Any Get men, rid of the fish. Any yeah. men, if, unless the fish is the biggest fish I've ever seen, and yes, I mean that double entendre, then don't <laughs> put the fish pick. I swear Put it to away. Throw it, throw it in the ocean. Throw it back. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> but I think like the question that she sent in had a lot of like layers. One, this is very common. And even with like yeah. gay, gay dating apps, I'm telling you, I see 90%. It's always the person I'm less attracted to that is matching. Sure. Um, I think that it's not like a problem to even say that. I've said that to people, like not in a really mean way, but I'd be like, oh, sorry, match. I thought it was your friend on the left to kind of give a constructive criticism. Again, sure. not to sound I think that's I think that's easier for a gay app yeah. or for a male to male relationship than it is male to, male female. to female. Yeah. I, 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 like, I kind of like, if she had said that message a man and say, Oh, I, sorry. I thought you were like on the right. You might want to like switch that up. But, and then I don't know. It's tough. Well, the, the problem is I think like, you know, her last question and the overall question is, is it, it it's, it, is it, uh, I feel sort of guilty not answering someone or realizing three messages in that I'm matched with the other guy. Also, do you think it's weird to ask if the other person in the profile is single? I do think it's rude. I do think, yeah. you know, it's okay. You know, it's one of those things that hopefully the world comes back to you. Like, like hopefully, you know, I, I think, you know, if I was to look like three, three weeks down from you, first of all, you're, you're kind, that guy isn't going to take it well. Yeah. Be hey, kind hey. on any app social media and dating app be kind like we're not there to be like uh you look terrible take like you wouldn't really say these things you can totally. say like you can either just unmatch them which is the easy way say nothing yeah, i think is the first unmatch option them. unmatch, unmatch them, yeah. them because here's what could happen if i know that if i was joe hotstein next to uh you know average, Sam, joe. <laughs> average joe so i'm next to average joe and i'm joe hotstein and average joe texts me like hey man this is kind of weird uh, but this girl I matched with thought I was you. Me as Joe Hotstein, I'm going to be like, have her DM me. Like, oh, I'm going to feel too much ownership in the situation. And I, mm -hmm. I don't think I would take it as seriously. Like, now I've no. been pursued to a point where I'm like, yeah, come over and blow me. You know, like, like it's, it's almost not enough. Well, right, right, right. But let me tell you that before you just said that last part was a very Miss America answer. So like whatever. <laughs> so to to tell you what the real thing to do if you're really shady, but you also want to come across whatever. Usually on you know whatever your name your app, a lot of them are linking their Instagram. So there's probably a fifty percent chance that he's linked his Instagram. I have not done this, but you can click the Instagram, go on, find the tag, find the friend, DM them, and then unmatch. This guy's not going to remember he said hey on a dating app. That's I, the non Miss America answer. That's the move. That's the move. That's the way. 
That is you you, you're the best of both worlds. The best of both worlds move, and then you go, "Hey, I just come. Hey, I, you can explain down the road. I saw you through another. Like that could be your cute story that you reveal. I would even and you just, don't, say, and just say you don't even remember what friend at that point. Like, or it'd be like, "Oh, how'd you find me? Like, oh, I think I, I saw you on Mike's board if they're public, or you just say, "Oh, um, I don't know, like you know, a friend, or I saw you tagged in a picture of a friend. Of yeah, a friend. and that's a better position that you're putting Joe Hotstein in because yeah. now Joe Hotstein isn't getting the call from the. Now it isn't multiple people seeing that he's saying yeah. that he's, he's hot not like wanted. the date. He's not the date broker, like trying <laughs> yeah. to like connect you with whatever. But that's the so the Miss America answer is I love it. Be kind and just don't say anything. The non Miss America answer is go on his Instagram, stalk the friend. DM yes. him to tell him, don't worry about how I found you. Let's go out for a drink. And then you get and, your And thing. you're only doing a drink. You can't. Yeah. I'm just letting you know the guy that you approach on Instagram is going to go, is going to think he has to do zero to get blown. You yeah. have to make him do more than zero. Yeah. So you have J-Train to say, like, oh, came across you and let's go out. Would love a drink. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Quip. I love what Quip does. Quip is a toothbrush company. That's what it is. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be worrying about when your toothbrush comes in. Is it too old? When did you buy it? None of us, let me, let me repeat this. None of us have a date written down anywhere the last time we bought a toothbrush. No, none of us are keeping track of that. You probably get four months in, you go, oh, I could do another month, and then you go, okay, I really got to get something. No, 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 no. That's why you sign up for Quip. It keeps you on schedule with brushing your teeth cleanly. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective, and even more people forget to floss daily. Good health starts with good habits, and good habits happen when you schedule them and you kind of lock them in, when you set it and forget it. If you have good habits, you're going to have good teeth. So what's a good habit? That means brushing, brushing for two minutes twice a day and flossing regularly. Listen, let's take a look in the mirror right now, all of us. Are we all doing two minutes a day, twice a day and flossing regularly? No, you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not because I want you to go brush for two minutes. I want you to actually time yourself. It's a long time. It is not what you you third two minutes. What you think is two minutes is thirty seconds, because the minute you get a quick brush in your mouth, you're like, oh my god, I have to start doing more arm workouts because my arm hurts. Quip's electric toothbrush has sonic sensitive vibrations with a built-in timer and thirty-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. That's to me the best part is that I get the little pulse and I go, okay, next quarter, little pulse, next quarter. Um, and there's even a size down version for kids. This is great. Dentists recommend you brush for two minutes, and Quip helps you do that every time. That's the most surprising part about Quip, is that this brush, I thought I was doing two minutes, and no, I was not. Quip also has an eco-friendly, refillable floss with a designer dispenser you keep for life and expanding string that helps you clean in between. Quip brush head toothpaste and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health and shipping is free. Join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip. 
starting at $25. That's a deal, people. And if you go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Quip, the good habits company. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Never could get into podcasts before I or until I found yours. So thanks for the funny content. About a month ago, I matched with a guy on Tinder. We hit it off right away. We started texting every day, saying goodnight, good morning. We had inside jokes. We had ideas of things we could do once we met up. It was great. He asked me to break quarantine and come see him, but I still had two weeks left in the semester, so finals were coming up. I told him that uh, that that and he said he was okay with waiting until after a few days ago we were having some funny sexual conversations i responded with my last message two after two hours after his and i haven't heard from him since i was totally it was totally out of the blue and i don't get what i did maybe he realized he was still in love with his ex or maybe i'm attracted to assholes why did he ghost on me when he seems so eager to meet up why waste all the time talking to me and better question, should I call him out on his shit or just let it go? Any thoughts? Um, I think it's a, probably a common thing that people are going through right now. Yeah. And um, I, I haven't really met anyone new and fresh on a dating app in this. But I think that there's just something interesting there. So like, you asked him to wait two weeks. I just don't really get the end where you're having a sexual conversation. Honestly, he may have, I don't know how long, how much time's elapsed. I don't know the timetable, but like, it's always fine to double text. If, if yeah. you waited two hours to text and then you said like, ha, oh, that's crazy. Like, what are you up to tonight? He might have already gone to bed. You don't know. So like, yeah. I don't get why people are so scared to be like, hey, how's things cooking? Like after last night, like, did you pass out? Huh? Like, to- I don't get why you can't double text. So that's a whole other you, thing. I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't understand why you can't triple and quadruple. Hey, did oh, you leave me? Where's it? What's going on? If you don't want to talk to me, just let me know. This is kind yeah. of weird that you haven't gotten back to me in two weeks. Like, yeah. and she and that 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 all is connected to something she actually wrote. Um, she wrote, "I don't get what I did. Mm-hmm. There is nothing you could do that would that is so crazy that he would be he would leave you angrily. Most yeah. most likely, he's leaving you just sexually unfulfilled." He's not leaving you like I think a lot of times like women write into this show and it's like there's a lot of guys that are leaving you on red and not texting you back. No harm, no foul. You know, where they're like, ah, it's not working Mm -hmm. out. This is taking a lot of time. And he's not looking back saying she goes, why would he waste all that time talking to me? It doesn't take a lot of time to text with people. Yeah. Especially in quarantine. In quarantine, it takes, you could be texting. He could be copying and pasting and sending it to 17 right. people at the same time. So this I idea think, but that... I think, but I think she put in there, that's why she put in there these inside jokes and stuff. I think you had some good banter. I think that if you had that good banter, you should feel comfortable with double and triple text. Like, Yo, like, are we still meeting up? I think in yeah. his mind, he read the two weeks and he put you on ice in his mind for two weeks because he's like, let's break quarantine. And he's like, two weeks. So whether you keep that banter up, he's like... Yeah, well, hit me up in two weeks. So you're probably yeah, in this yeah, like yeah, yeah. two week ice time, and he's like, "Well, we talked about it already. Like, we'll go to meet up in two weeks. Why do we need to talk every day?" And, and you're and, like, "We're done." So and this don't is jump. This, this also has to do with how serious this really is. He's giving you a large message that is like, 
yeah, we've said a lot of things over text and we might have FaceTime, but this is still casual to me. Yeah. I don't owe you anything. Like this wasn't your boyfriend disappearing. This was a guy who was put in his mind. That's a, like if he described her right now, he'd be like, yeah, some chick I text from the dating apps. Yeah, like it wouldn't she, be. She told me she told me she could meet up in like two weeks or a month. I can't remember, but she, but yeah. whenever she, whenever she can, she'll call me and we'll hang out. When now, she's yeah. ready to break quarantine, she'll call me. That's what totally. And, and 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 when she's ready to touch me physically, she'll call me. So right. I think this is like a message. You can take it or you can leave it, but don't ignore the message. Don't sit here and and then write back. Well. Jared, you and Slutty Puffin told me that in two weeks he'll be getting back to me, and now he's hooked up with me and he's ran away. Yeah, yeah, that's more likely to happen because he sees this as very casual. So if you don't want very casual, if you feel that you're emotionally in it, maybe this is a check to go, oh, shit, he's mm -hmm. not where I am, yeah. right? Yep, yeah, I agree. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your gold genes, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all of that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There's a new app called Noom that will help you de uh, develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build a better habit. So I want to talk about what I love about Noom is that anyone you ask who's lost weight, they will say to you, it's not, it's not about, it, it's really a lifestyle change. That's what it's all about a lifestyle change. You don't do you don't get down and wait and you don't start fitting into your jeans by one day or one night or one week. It's a whole mantra change. And Noom helps you do that because it teaches you. It'll say it, 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 and I love it. It's like an annoying little ping in your side. It'll go, "Hey, here's a fun fact that you didn't want to know." And it's all these fun facts that let you make better decisions along the way. And, and I love that they're coming at it from a psychological standpoint because it is this whole thing. I've watched people not finish their dinner and been like, I don't know how you do that. I, and, and that's where Noom comes in. It is helping you psychologically get the facts you need to make better decisions. It helps you change your habits and develop a new relationship with food. Noom is based in psychology. The way you think about food is important. Learn your personalized course. Learn through personalized courses. You can uh, how you can replace all, all your old habits with healthier ones. That's the thing. You get stuck on. I've done it before, where I'm like, you know, in the middle of the night, I'll get up to eat, and now every night I'm like, oh, why am I hungry now? Oh, it's because you've been doing it. You developed a bad habit. At Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash J-Train and start losing weight for good. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Slutty Puffin. Go, go, go right now. At Slutty Puffin. Go right now. It's all over my Instagram right now. I'm pushing out his profile because it's fucking hilarious. You got to get involved. It's PG-13. Don't worry. That's Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to all those movies. We're like, look at this Slutty Puffin. PG-13. 
by hinge match. Have you ever gotten involved with the bi world? B-Y-E or B-I? No, not not like bi hinge match. (laughs) Bi bitch. Uh, Is it, have you ever gotten involved with the bi world? Is that something that comes across your radar? We're going to have to do a follow-up on that. But yeah, I mean, as you you just get like, if you're like fully gay and like I'm open to bi and like think it's great, but like, yeah, like it gets a little gray area sometimes. I I would, uh, I, I would think it's tough because you know, it's almost like you're so, if you take it seriously and they're just like having their trip fun, to yeah. the, you know, fun the, island. The male, male pond. Yeah, exactly. What is that called? Like the, they say like the dip in the lady pond or like go in the yeah, guy yeah, pond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought there was like a name for it that I had no <laughs> idea. Uh, male, you got male pond. Male pond. <laughs> male pond. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I've heard of this with, um, I've had guests on the past that were lesbian that are lesbians that would they would be like that's the toughest yeah. one of the tougher parts for lesbians because a lot of you know you have that idea of like oh she's she's uh, confused and then yeah. goes back and then she ends up married and living in Utah as a Mormon and I think it's important to say like before even reading the question that there is a lot of like bias shaming on all sides and like we we are not I'm not for that and I feel like yeah. it's just a great area and I do really feel for bi people who are mostly straight, but like, you know, yeah. feel 30% like they want to be with men and that like, it's really tough. It's tough sexually, but it's even tougher emotionally because you've got to kind of juggle all this. And then how does your partner feel when they find out that you're, you know, you've been with the other sex or the same sex, things like that. So it's very difficult. And I feel like there needs to be more. That's why I'm like, Oh, have a whole nother podcast about that. Cause it needs to have no, like, good conversations. I absolutely. The shaming part is like, this group, like amongst like the community, yeah, doesn't everyone. really like like sometimes they don't even give like a fair like like you know place shout to out. talk a yeah. shout out yeah no. yeah yeah by okay. hinge match maybe this email's about it I haven't read it yet thanks for all your content I started as a huge you up listener and I've been listening to your podcast for months now every day of my daily meaningless stroll I recently matched with this guy on hinge and he told me he was bisexual literally on the first day we spoke. I like to think I'm open to all sexualities, but I just think it's weird to date someone who's bisexual. Does this make me a horrible person? I, I like the email because it's honest. I don't think yeah. that they're a horrible person. Yeah. Um, I think they're just being open and, and, and uh, about a tough subject to be open about. What do, you, do you have any opinions? Like I said, it's actually, I, even though it's a really tough question to answer, it's good to like get it out there because it is like a hot topic. And I think that, you're not, but I would almost challenge, especially this is a female writer, I think, right? Yeah, this is a female like, writer. I would challenge you to almost, not that you have to be like, oh, I can envision this future, but I challenge people who are in this situation where they find this to, in non-quarantine world, to go on that first date and yeah. to like hear more and feel it out. Um, sure. I think from the most basic sexual standpoint, it makes sense because you've just doubled your competition. You know, like yeah, that's the course. thing everyone says. That's a very, very cop-out and a non-academic way to answer it. So I understand that. But like, is he, if we go to this, like it almost doesn't create like, oh, he's hanging with well, these people. It doesn't create safe spaces sh- for him to hang. Sure. And I, and I think what, what the, 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 the argument, I guess, from the buy side, I'm not going to, I don't want to speak for them, but because yeah. I'm not, but I would understand if she's like, not even the competition, but the, well, if you're not sure, like, I guess the, the, the unfair thing, if you're buy is that, She's basically saying you're not sure about what you want when it's like yeah. that's not what it is, right? 
it's that, and this is, and I, again, I don't want to speak for women either, but I think a lot of them say, well, I don't want to be the guinea pig. I don't want to be the try yeah. it and then go sure. back. Or men or women. Women don't want to be, oh, I'm just going to try it. Oh, that didn't work. I'm going to go back to men, you know, yeah. by women as well. So I think that it's a tough thing because you don't know intention. That's why I say give the guy, a, a guy or girl, a FaceTime, a, a date, and a shot to hear yeah. their intention. Let them tell you what their experience have been, how like when, you know, maybe when they're with men, they're really with men. When they're with women, there's never been any sort of cross-pollination. Sure. Like just ask them questions. I don't know. They're that open to the, answer it. I think it's also important when this kind of um, came across in conversation. Like if you're having the most intertwined conversation and such good banter, such good rapport, and they're like, hey, take my I, – I guess like – you know, if someone opened up to me and was like, I am like if I matched with someone on an app and they were like, um, I am I don't know, what would be something I don't wanna like I don't wanna like be you know, I'm saying like these pansexual, aren't the same. like pansexual or asexual hey, uh, or I'm asexual, yeah. but I'm on this app to find friends. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk to them any further. I'd be like, Well, I need sex in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I was talking with them and then we got into it, and then at the end of the conversation, I'm like, here's my number. Let's get something together. And they were like, by the way, I'm asexual. I'd be like, I, I would be like, okay, that's good to know, but we had this great conversation. So, like, I think that's like, it, so I'm saying to the, the emailer, if you had a great conversation, they go, oh, and by the, and they just threw it in. Oh, by the way, I'm bisexual. Okay, that's a piece of the puzzle. Go on that first date. Like, yeah. why not? I think not? to fully dismiss someone based off of, just like that is what said, am I a terrible person to not just even text or hear them out. But I understand there's a lot of like things that you have to piece together. And if you're trying to envision this future with people, but I, I encourage people from all genders and sexualities, like try it. Like if someone's sharing that with you, they've clearly yeah. had something. So it's just tough, especially for bisexual men. I know and women too, but like it's this tough stigma that this, this exactly what you're saying. And this uh, letter is what a lot of women go through. They're like, Maybe they don't come forth with it. Maybe two months sure. in, they find out, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend. And the woman's like, wait, ex-boyfriend? You know, yeah. so it comes out in a lot of different ways. And it's like, it's a tough thing. But I just encourage people, like, if someone is that open with you, there's not a lot of bi people, like, that I know that I can even talk to. So, like, talk to them. Ask them about their experiences. Be like, sure. so how, how has that worked in the past? Yeah. And, like, hey, hear about it. It's interesting. How, what brings you, are you on this app looking for both? Like, yeah. how, you know, what are you Are you looking for flings? Are you just looking to hook yeah. up? Because I, they, they might be looking for something really serious with a woman and have already decided that. But they're saying like, yeah, I, uh, that's how I feel. This is what I want. I want something really serious with the woman. And then they're telling you that. And if you're secure a, with yourself, like, I know that's a really big thing to be secure with, but you should feel like comfortable at least entertaining that for a date. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with slutty puffin at slutty puffin go follow go follow go 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 let's do one more i've had such a blast with you i Um, love these questions these are amazing they're very thoughtful that's the best part about this audience they come in and i listen that last one's a hard one like i'm not there's no definitive answer i'm not gonna tell someone they're a horrible person jared's like like, i'm gonna let the gay guy answer that one (laughs) and what do you have to say he's not gonna get canceled for answering that uh, one do i'm gonna give you the choice of title okay ready you pick uh dealer's choice relationship of five years ended desperately trying that's all i can see uh does he just see me as an easy rebound um Owned my I love you. Now what? Advice anonymous. Uh, the waiting game of quarantine. This is not a drill. Urgent ASAP. 
Those are different. Um, the ASAP one's different than the quarantine no, one. The, the, uh, yeah, different than the quarantine one. Um, am I a fuck girl? How do, you want to do that one? Yeah, I like that one. All right, let's do that. I'm one. sorry to the relationship of five-year person that's ending, <laughs> but I'm trying to have a good day. Okay? Yeah, we're trying. I can't. We did our serious we one. Did, yeah, uh, we did the bye <laughs> one. Okay. Yeah. Well, next week we'll get to you. But girl, Hi, if you're Papa. single after five years, go fucking yeah. rock it, honey. Go out there. I get it. Come Hi, over. Pop. Hi, Papa JT. Huge fan. Avi, you're one of my favorite artists. Ooh. I, Don't lie. I, I, Don't uh, lie. Uh, artists. <laughs> Me, Picasso. You know, <laughs> all the Put artists. Him the Put them in the MoMA. Be- Beethoven, I'm always passing your podcast advice along to my friends. You're currently on my Instagram story for the Nails Tell You About the Bedroom genius title. Uh, you give a lot of advice to women dealing with people who can't commit, but what if you are the one who can't commit? I relate a lot to the men being written about and discussed in your podcast, as well as the logic you use to explain their actions, keeping things vague, avoiding something uh, where there needs to be a breakup, always thinking about how you can show them how much they mean to you or don't mean to you, i.e. slow response time, keeping things on uh, my distant terms. How can I tell if the right person just hasn't come along yet or if I have problems with pressures of relationships, i.e. responsibility and accountability? How did you make a change with Jess or was it just uh, that Jess went, went about relationship in a unique way? You always say that Jess was driving her own bus. Either you were on it or you weren't, but she was going to her destination either way. I have not met a lot of people like that, nor have I met a lot of people where I was even wanted to get on their bus. I would love to hear your insight on dealing with relationship fears and how you overcame or currently overcoming them. Uh, sincerely perceived fuck girl. P.S. I'm 25, live in D.C., working and going to med school next year. Also, uh, she wants Jess to be a guest. Slutty Puffin, what are your thoughts? Um, you're out there. You're single. Do you have these thoughts? Or are you these fears? I feel like this is definitely, you know, literally addressed you and definitely your thing. I mean, I, I think it's interesting because she's kind of first throwing herself under this bus that you were just talking about yeah. and being like, oh, am I this? Am I that? I, I bet you're not really if you're this self-aware to write this email that you're not really Abs- this, absolutely. this person. But I, I do get what she's saying because I'm like this. I just want a boyfriend. I want this. I want that. And then something kind of like that comes close and I start acting like fuck boy. I'm like, whoa, sure. back up, pump the brakes. I don't want to text you all the time. Blah, blah, blah. So that comes on. And I think it's like a fear thing because as it starts to narrow in, if, if you know, she said, I haven't met a lot of people, but if I do, I start to act this way. Yeah. It's like a fear thing. You start to be like, you're either scared you're going to mess it up or you're like, wait, I have to spend years with this person. Like, I don't know. So you're I- 25, like <laughs> enjoy and date. And like, you know, I think that you do need to just, I don't know if your own bus is figured out yet. Like, do you know where you're going? Do you know what you're kind of working towards and what's your situation? I think you, you nailed it. It's, it's all, it it became easier once I became more confident in where my life was kind of going. Like, listen, my life as a podcaster, comedian and person on Instagram, that's not the most like, you know, an artist, an artist artist, as an artist is not, it's not the most nailed down lifestyle, but you know, when things started getting better for me and more established, yeah. I felt more confident in knowing the type of partner I wanted. I love what you said um, because I want to. I, I even look at it even more. Is when you see a relate. Everyone wants a relationship. Everyone wants someone to grow a life with. Like that's not. And but that idea is off in the distance, and and certain people. The idea gets closer and closer, and the more up close you see it, 
the more you're like, you start seeing the reality of what that would be. It starts as vague. I want something serious. And then it, then it becomes less and less vague the more the relationship gets more and more serious. You and the more you, you can't s- take breaks in between texting. You have to let them know where you are. If you go out with your friends, you have to like, and then they're oh, you're really. getting these mini fights and you're like, oh, I have to change because I can't go a day without texting. That is not acceptable. And you're like, and, do I want and that? And this is not the person I want to do that with. And, and, and again, this whole perception, because, and I think a lot of people get confused. They're like, well, I guess I can't have any relationship at all. No. The closer the match got to you, the more you saw that the match wasn't the fit. It looked like the fit when it was a thousand yards away, but that's why you date. That's why you go out. And for some people, it that that perception get takes longer than most. Some people get married and it's 10 years and now they're looking at their life 10 years from now with this person. They're like, this, this is not what I see myself with. So I'm not saying I'm a genius or know what I'm talking about here, but I do know that with people I've dated, it wasn't that I was ever, people would be like, oh, Jared, you're not, you're afraid. You're afraid. I'm like, no, I just, these people come closer and closer. I see how life feels with them and I don't see that match. It's not to say that they're bad. They're going to be right for someone. Someone is going to get close up to them and go, there it is. That's my match. Yeah, I don't think it's a fear of commitment that people like. It's a pivot to thinking about that. It's not a fear of commitment. Yes, it's a fear of commitment with that person. A fear of what a life will mean with that person. A fear of what your social life will mean with that person. There are other things. It's not you're scared to commit. No, everybody wants that and wants something easy, feels natural, and builds them up. But we are scared of that life with certain people. Totally, and some people uh, ignore those things. Some mm-hmm. people see it coming at them and they go, I'll well, yeah, I'll just take it. It's someone coming at me. I don't want, I, there might be no one else that gets closer to me. And it's like, I like her email because to me, she's a better dater. She is trying to get in touch with her taste. First of all, she's going to go to school. She's 25. You got time. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure you're getting a lot of people that are getting close up to you and you're going, Ugh, I don't want to, uh, I, I, I got to avoid that person. But they're yeah. still walking towards you. That's why it feels weird because these people, especially when you're the person ending things because you understand your taste, you understand that they're not your fit, you feel like, you're like, am I crazy? They're walking right towards me and I got to tell them to stop walking. Yeah, I think and, things like fuck boy, fuck girl, I'm picky, I'm fear, yeah, yeah. fear of commitment. That's all like, that's not real. Like, it's excuses. You know yourself, you're smart. Yeah. If you're like writing this email, like you know yourself and you know that something doesn't feel right as that comes close good on you and like keep working on what does feel good and what you like. It is so interesting because a lot of people write in about their dating app matches and like sometimes a dating app match will go, what are you looking for on here? And the honest person goes, well, you know, I just want to hang with someone and if it's the right match, it's the right match. The dishonest person is like, I want, you know, I just want to be, I just want to be, you know, casual. And it's like, you don't know that. What makes get up you, and get up a dating app and go to a bar and, and it, get some well, drunk they, person and get some drunk person to hook up with you. Well, then they but that be they need the dating app as a crutch because that takes work that takes right. effort. So it is. I understand what she's saying. Um, for you know, I I, I I can't personalize my thing with Jess to anyone else. I can just yeah. say that as it got closer to me, I wasn't as afraid as I was as other people became close with me. And it's not to say that those people were bad people. It's just to say it just never felt right for me. And and part of it, and I, I don't know your relationship, but I think a lot of it is that as they're used to use the stupid bus metaphor, but as they're like, they get closer, you're like, 
oh, they'll kind of be okay. I'm not fitting into their life, but I'm going alongside them. And so yes. like when someone comes in like, babe, I need you to call me, I need you to text me, I need this from you, I need that, and they need all this stuff. It's great to be needy and yeah, need to yeah, be cuddled, yeah. but if you're like, this bus is gonna friggin' break down if I don't come sure. save it, you that scares me. But and, if the and bus I is can't fine, yeah, wow. and I can't handle another bus right now. No, I'm mine's, you know, barely, mine's barely going. <laughs> I know. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Slutty Puffin, this was an absolute pleasure. This is so fun. The questions I'm are amazing. They're amazing. I'm so happy you came on. Uh, we got to do this again. Yeah. I want everyone to go follow you right now at Slutty Puffin, at Slutty Puffin. We, we do gotta memes, do this again. we do memes, tweets, live stories, red carpet, bachelor stuff a lot of the time. Bachelor. Times. Not what that do I you compete think? with the king, but No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you I, I love what you do. I'm such we a We should fan. do it together. We'll have to we'll have I, to react together. We have to figure something out. Yeah. Are you watching Listen to Your Heart? Um, no, I, I uh, wanna keep some brain cells still in the in the brain. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep those ruminated. I, I did it just because of the quarantine and it's fine. It's just not the same. Um, I yeah. like making fun of it, but it's fine. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I, have done it if it wasn't for this. Yeah. I'm like, I needed a break because that was my first Bachelor season last season. Oh Ever. My God. I had never seen it. So what's your takeaway? What did you, what do you think is the biggest thing that you took away from The Bachelor? Just like iconic, like insanity, like lot. What'd you like, think of Barbara? What was your thoughts on Peter's mom? Literally iconic <laughs> Disney villain. Like live for the uh, Disney villain. Like, She's talk, about being, much, talk about being on your own bus and going your own way. She's going on that uh, bus and she's taking every bitch down with her. She like, didn't give a shit. Yeah, like I love to see like people under this microscope. And I and I also feel bad because I know it's a lot of pressure. But like sure. people crack. Like people are crying, cracking. Like it's just debauchery. So I loved it. Yeah. It was an absolute mess of a season I hear compared to all the other ones. And I loved it. It was great. I, I like you, I live for the uh, – for the this, like yeah. I want it like this. I want it ups and downs. There's a, I, I'm sure you found this. The Bachelor has this group of people that watch it. Like they're there for the like. I want them to fall in love and get married and mm-hmm. get whisked away. And I'm like, I never understand that group of people. I'm like, that's what you want. Like <laughs> you're like, no, oh. you don't want to watch like people going through shit that you go through. Like you, you don't want to watch the entire dating process condensed down. It's like a month and like. <laughs> ruin people's lives and like hannah ann with her clothing line iconic like two million followers like i'm obsessed with it all i'm obsessed with like the glow ups on instagram i'm obsessed with like the crash and burns like i'm a hannah ann fan i'm trying to get her to come on she she i'm a fan it is it is also like i watch hannah ann and i'm like she she is on the best story best (laughs) storyline like (laughs) i loved it slutty puffin thank you for coming on thank you so much for having me Go follow. Go support. Uh, We'll be back next episode. Boom.